0: Welcome back to our interview for Facades of Gods. Yet again, uh, I am your game fate master, Kyle, and with me today I have. Hi, this is this is Ethan Schaff. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, so without further ado, let's get into some of the questions. Um, questions. So, I haven't. Met you before this. Uh, we've had some gaming sessions um, after after bringing you on. This is uh, a couple months after after that. Yeah. Um, so I, I know a little bit about you now. Um, but Alex is the one who recommended you. Uh, we you got through our auditioning process. Yay! Mm. Uh, so when she came to you about it uh, about becoming part of the cast for Facades of Gods. Why did you agree to join?
1: Uh, well, you know, like you said, I talked with Alexis a lot previously and I've been looking to dive into podcasts a little bit more cause I, I love them. And then also at the same time, I really enjoy RPGs. So it was kind of a two for one deal almost, you know? And so, um, I was looking for new projects and Alexis said, well, I'm kind of doing my own thing with soul story, but I might have another project opening up in the future. So, um. I told her, just just keep me in mind if she's doing anything. And after meeting you guys, I think I made the right choice. You guys are pretty cool.
0: <laughs> well, I hope not to let you down. <laughs> I hope I haven't uh, uh, up to this point anyway. No, not so, at all. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, so you said you've been looking to get into podcasts or into podcasting. Have you listened to many up to this point?
1: Yeah, I have a few I listen to. It's kind of been a little bit of a range between just basic ones. I mainly listen to, I actually don't listen to like a whole lot of RPG podcasts, but I do listen to critical role every now and then. And then um, I have listened to a little bit of soul story in the past, but my basic go-tos are um, only stupid answers uh, and the rooster teeth podcast. Those are like my (laughs) two go-to ones.
0: So uh, of the two, if you know gun to your head which would you pick is your favorite
1: oof i'd probably have to stay say only stupid answers just because i'm not sure if you've heard of that one but it's just two guys and they pretty much just talk about every single nerd thing that they can possibly talk about they do movie reviews they do um the comics for the week and stuff like that and they have a it's kind of like a little bit of a cult following i guess you would say because Mm -hmm. um the two guys used to work with uh source ner- news and source nerd and when that company got canceled they went over and just said hey we're gonna make a podcast about everything nerdy so that's what they did
0: oh nice yeah so obviously you know you've been looking into getting into podcasting as as sort of a, a hobby and i know you uh You work, as many of us adult peoples do. Some of us even go to school, I guess. Yeah, shockingly. (laughs) It's weird how that works, right? Yeah. But uh, in, in your downtime, what do you like to do?
1: Oh, you know, I'm pretty much that, you know, everyday nerd. You know, I go to work and then when I do come home, I either watch a lot of TV, whether it be like, you know, Netflix or Hulu or my Crunchyroll subscription or something like that. But then the big things are obviously I play video games either on my Xbox or my PlayStation. And then I've been getting into a lot more uh video essays lately, like on YouTube. So people that have like either essays based off of film studies or even uh historical facts and stuff like that.
0: So I actually have gotten uh into that. I've I've seen a few different similar things, so just like information based uh, videos but um try yeah. to backpedal a little bit you have i know you now have a computer because we know about this, <laughs> this i do was, this was where... this has been
1: a process <laughs> yes
0: and so you have an xbox and a playstation do you have any other consoles uh
1: just those two i have the playstation 4 and the xbox one and now i've got the computer and then i've got a nintendo ds and i think that's all console wise that i have right now oh no you am covering
0: all your bases absolutely yeah
1: yeah my roommate has the switch so we've got like the trifecta of all the video game consoles i'd say so
0: oh yeah no i mean i i ask because i'm one of those people that actually has pretty much every console you would need for any game on the market right now (laughs) so right that's kind of what i'm looking at which makes it redundant but still (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) like you said got to cover your bases
0: absolutely So, you know, you, we went over the the consoles that you have, um, covering all your bases again, and it sounds like maybe you've been gaming for quite a while. How long have you been gaming exactly?
1: Oh, geez. So I've been probably gaming. So the very first time I really gamed was I was, you know, I've probably been playing since I was six or eight. My friend had an old playstation one so we played a lot of either twisted metal or even like final fantasy 7 on that so those are like my two go-tos and a digimon game that one i still is like my <laughs> white whale of video games <laughs> uh but uh yeah i would say you know probably since i was six or six or eight because I would go to friends' houses. I didn't get my own Game Boy until I was ten years old, and oh, then I played okay. Pokemon on that. So that was my first real introduction introduction to video games was Pokemon, and then a Spider Man game that was for the place oh, or the Game yeah, Boy yeah, Color. Yeah. And then there was one real good game that I played on Game Boy Advance when I got that a couple of years later, and that was um the that was the Golden yes. Sun series. I loved that as a kid. That was that was probably like one of my first introductions to RPGs before even. I was yeah, really into very Final solid Fantasy.
0: series there. If uh, for all, for all you listeners out there, if you haven't had a chance or even heard of the Golden Sun series, please do yourself a favor and check that out. Go to your retro, yeah, yeah, uh, go go to your local retro game shop and see if they have it. Um, I'm actually it may be uh, on the more on the yeah. pricey side because I haven't seen it in a while, so.
1: It might be. You know what's really funny is they have uh, the character Isaac mm-hmm. inside the Smash Bros mm-hmm. game now. He's like an ally, and he does a psi energy push, and it's the I, shit.
0: <laughs> There's so many things in that game that I need to unlock, and i am like, barely scratched the surface on that. Uh, that's why you have a
1: roommate that's <laughs> just unemployed at the moment and just, just does it for two days straight
0: and finish it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you mentioned, like, way back when, gaming with friends and then getting your, your own first console. So that, that sounds like it's a ways back. Most people over that period of gaming history mm-hmm. kind of developed their own quirks into how they play. Uh would you say you have anything uh any anything like that? Any gaming superstitions? Um anything that you do just to, to make yourself give yourself that edge or, you know, do just a little bit better that seems weird and neurotic to anyone else? <laughs> No, I
1: I don't really think I have any big superstitions. I was thinking about that, and, you know, I think the only thing is just, like, audio-wise or anything like that, I always either have to have the volume set at a, a solid even number or something like that, or, uh, you know... My brother is deaf, and so I get half deaf because of the volume like that. So I would always have to have the captions on when I was a kid, even for, like, video games. So people think it's weird when I have, like, cutscenes on and there's still subtitles for it. I'm like, that's how I watch my movies. That's how I play oh, my yeah, video no, games, I, man. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> I mean, personally, um, I, mean, I prefer the movies without them. But for games, absolutely. Because, like, if there's an important cutscene and you miss, like, one or two words, like, Forget trying to figure out. Yeah, like especially if off. they don't give you like waypoints or anything in an open world, it's just like, okay, fuck me. I guess I'm not finding out what that is. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. Unless it's the canned speech, and you're like, I'll probably heal this five or six times down the line before oh, yeah. before it's all done.
0: So, oh
1: yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, those are the it, big ones. Everyone's
0: is different, and I've I've heard the I have to have you know X um slider at a certain you know whatever so no that that definitely counts yeah um Mm -hmm. so uh in in have you played how much um tabletop gaming have you done just in general
1: uh so i was really big into well as a family we Mm -hmm. played a lot of family board games when i was a child and then it kind of went away but these last like two or three years i've gotten into board games again like Oh, pretty, pretty awesome. decently. Um, yeah, I've I've played. My roommate hates catan, so I make him play it of with course. me as much as I can, obviously. And then, almost every week now, well, every other week now, my roommates and I will play Monopoly. But we have like the oh, Legend yeah. of Zelda Monopoly board, so Temple of Time is like you know the big boardwalk and everything. And it's expensive,
0: man. It's the Temple of Time. Might you might as well go big or go home on that one.
1: Yeah, Hyrule rule Cancel, and Temple of Time are those are the two the two high expensive ones.
0: So, with all of your gaming, uh, with your large game knowledge repertoire, you probably have had ah, your ups I like and downs that. as far as you know experiences go. And most people do, but everyone has at least one moment. That was just the big mm-hmm. bomb of all time that you hang your head in shame every time you even slightly think about that one night um, so I would have to ask what what would be yours if you could if you could nail one down
1: <laughs> yeah, oh uh let's go back to. <laughs> Uh, like I said, uh, there's a Digimon game that I said was my white whale. It was, it was call me Ishmael moment almost, you know, <laughs> it was, it was an old Digimon game called digital world. It was just like, you were a Digi You're going and gathering Digimon into this city. Long story short, I got to a point where my Pokemon got evolved or like died or something. And I was in a really bad save point. Not that I didn't save it. I saved it at a wrong time, where it okay. um, it saved, and then I had to go and get, like, all these items back because they were in a bank, and I had to go withdraw all of them. When I leave the building I'm right in, this big boss that's, like, 50 levels above me comes and challenges me, and oh, I've got, like, a starter-level Digimon. And there's no way to get out of this. I am literally... <laughs> Stuck in a in a save loop where I die, have to leave. He approaches me again every single time, and I couldn't progress any further in the game. And so I just finally gave up on it. Oh man! (laughs) Because by that point, yeah, that by that point I had probably put about fifty hours into the game, and this is like my second like run through of it, and still got to a point like that and just failed like that.
0: Oh man, I I know where you're coming from. That that is yeah
1: that was when i didn't have a console so that was the time i spent at my friend's house not hanging out with him so i could play the game (laughs) he's like oh dude you're yeah he's like dude you're stuck what are you gonna do it's like i I don't know do i do i delete the file do i start over It's like no there's this thing called halo coming out we're not dealing with this anymore
0: (laughs) so moving on a little bit i got the impression when we were all meeting for the first few times um that and i know alex worked at a comic shop but she brought that up in our conversation and you just started going all in and as far as comics is concerned so let's talk about that for a second so what was the first comic if you could remember what was the first comic you read
1: yeah definitely the very first comic i'd have to say it was either i remember ever so vaguely i think i was like maybe four or five years old and for uh santa claus visited us one christmas at like a friend's house or something or a family friend's house and i think i got like an animaniacs comic it was just one of those you know kitty corner ones or whatever and mm-hmm. from like walmart or something it was that and i think i I had this one until it was like in tatters almost because I reread it over and over. But it was a kid version of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So it was like the kid ninja or Mutant Ninja Turtles. And it was like when they're like 10 or something like that instead. And it was just an interesting little twist on it almost. Those are the two I remember like vividly from like way back in childhood.
0: Nice. Again, it, it sounded like you. you had a major interest in this do you have a favorite publisher you know i thought for the
1: longest time i was very like deep into like dc and marvel like i love them both extremely well but i've been branching out lately and i've been either reading boom studios or image comics a lot lately namely uh i just finished up a boom studios uh series klaus which was really good i really like that one
0: I mean we we all have our own kind of personal reasons as to why we love like say Marvel or DC or you know whatever. Uh so with Boom Studios what would you say mm-hmm. is unique to uh, about them? What what drew you to them per se? Uh Boom Studios is just kind
1: of interesting. It's one of those more well one I think is because if I correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the current run or group that's doing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No, that's Mirage Comics, I think. Oh, I don't, I don't even remember anymore. But I think Boom Studios took over for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles a few years back, and I really enjoyed that series. They're doing some great stuff with like those characters. But then, just getting some individual insights, so it's not the big, you know, Golden Age and Silver Age superheroes that we get, like with the Avengers or the Justice League. Some of those more grounded stories like the other series I'm reading right now is called Giant Days and it's literally just a slice of life comic about these three best friend women that are just starting university in Britain and they're just going through all sorts of misadventures day to day and it's just a nice little break of pace from like everything that's fantastical and superb plus the comedic timing is brilliant and That,
0: that always tends to help right um with with those couple storylines that you told about, like you started getting into this uh, recently, there's usually some comics or stories or what have you that we grow up with that tend to kind of define certain aspects of uh, our moral compass, the way we view the world, you know, what what have you. Uh, is there a certain comic mm-hmm. or storyline that has left a large impression on you like that or if there are multiple what what would you say is the the one that left the biggest impression and and what what would it be oof
1: uh i'd have to say probably you know Scott Pilgrim actually i i started reading that series like right in oh, probably sophomore or junior year of high school, and I had a friend that actually had them, and I, I borrowed each uh, volume from him that he had, and I would actually do uh, read those in my free time when I was working at the swimming pool. And just something about that, I think, obviously, you know, I was getting to that age, and this guy's just a freshly turned 23, 24-year-old, and it's, you know, got all the nerd kind of symb- symbolisms behind it. But then, you know, it's really just about, like, relationships and just trying to be an actual adult in this world. And, you know, just fit perfectly with what I was going through, especially at that time.
0: You're not, you're honestly not the first person I've heard um, reference Scott Pilgrim is probably something that's been the most impactful. So, yeah, no, that totally makes sense. So there's a lot of. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which, there's a reason I, it was made into a movie. Mixed, uh, <laughs> responses to it from the people who. Uh, who've read the source material
1: It's It's so so I mean there's There's six volumes of the comic and there's only Like an hour and a half worth of the movie I feel like Edgar Wright did Right by what he could do right, but
0: right. I mean there's only just so much that you can Translate anyway um, It's it's never going to be Perfect um, I mean I've, I've had some that have come close For me but yeah, it, It's always there's always something so let's actually kind of move yeah. on to, since since we're talking about translations and to movies and things like that, there's a lot going on in the nerdverse right now. Uh, a lot of buzz, new things coming out, new things that have just come out. Is there something yeah. in that realm that you're really looking forward to? Uh, looking forward to taking in a new one of the new book releases or uh, a game coming up or a new movie, a new... Uh, one of those new Marvel or DC movies that are still rolling out.
1: <laughs> oh, boy, howdy, can I tell you what? <laughs> uh, oh, man, we've got so much stuff coming out in this in, in this soon-to-be new year. Obviously, probably one of the things I'm most excited for is we're going to get uh, the next Avengers movie. And I've been in that entire setup for the long haul. I literally was there for the very first iron man for the mcu and then they're just this concept of oh my gosh we might actually see other characters together because you know only before that we had x-men and spider-man and my dreams were crushed that they never got to hang out with each other and now we're at a point where almost every single comic book character you can think of and marvel is there it's
0: crazy yeah they're they're really mashing stuff together i mean like so as far as i'm concerned they've marvel movies have been coming out for almost 30 years now uh and (laughs)
1: the the studios is on their 10th anniversary and that's just them actually creating a studio Yeah, they just
0: had to actually put the time and dedication into making this big event who knew
1: yeah it's amazing how that works i mean i've been i've been following this thing since i remember following uh movie gossip sites and everything like screen rant and uh a couple of other ones but just them like laying the groundwork of like oh this is phase one this is phase two and in phase three we're gonna introduce thanos and it's gonna be infinity war part one and two or they had it mistitled differently and it's like oh there's no way we're gonna get to that point we'll get tired by then <laughs> oh, yeah
0: and oh, just to, oh, what? to date this uh, <laughs> a little bit, we're recording this in January, so yeah, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the the future. You re-listen to this and us talk about <laughs> the
1: uh... yeah. This could be a good little time capsule, or do you want my reaction to uh, to it now and be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that you know oh, no. okay so and so, so yeah. died i mean I,
0: be- I need a prediction now give me give me like one prediction for, for oh jeez.
1: okay um well they obviously have to bring back spider-man somehow or another but it's gonna be <laughs> we're just gonna go full full okay. crazy with it it's it's a it's gonna be it's gonna be the opening scene it's just gonna be like in predator where it's uh tony stark and steve rogers and they're actually buddy buddy they're they've gotten over the beef and it's just gonna be uh tony tony stark looking over at steve rogers and be like steve rogers you son of a bitch and we get the manliest of high fives we've seen since arnold schwarzenegger in the pre in the predator (laughs) that's what we're gonna get yes all right just the opening scene you heard
0: it here well probably last at this point because again it's coming out much later but you heard it here folks
1: Yeah, you heard it leaked first here.
0: Absolutely. Uh, So that's what we have to look forward to. Um, Mm -hmm. But as far as time capsule questions are concerned, we actually have some regarding the show itself. Um, If you've been listening to the interviews up to this point, you know what we're about to get into. So, first time capsule question. What do you think is going to happen in the game?
1: So you've been very secretive about stuff. You've only given us some vague, vague answers or information about it. But I'm excited to see how we're going to go. We've kind of gotten the idea that there will be some maybe fantastical aspects to this, as it were. Mm-hmm. But what I'm thinking is going to happen is, you know, since it's in a noir setting, it's pr- it's going to get dark. And I'm okay with that. Well, I hope so. <laughs> we're... we're we're going to see some stuff that I think we're going to see some things that will be just awesome and maybe a little bit unsettling. And I think for our characters, it's either going to improve how they act as a either better people or make them completely worse as
0: individuals. Okay. You have a specific prediction for that one too. Mm. You're welcome to go just as, as crazy as your, um, uh end game prediction okay
1: there we go so yeah i don't know uh based off of what i've seen from been introduced to the previous characters i think i don't think there's going to be a lot of us that really meet eye to eye but i can see us after some tumultuous events definitely being like the best friends that none of us have ever had or, or something like that and i think that's saying something for the people that that are gonna be in this universe
0: Wink. so we talked about what you think will happen what are you looking forward to
1: i'm really looking forward to my character clarence um this is my first time kind of doing something obviously just across borders i think more than anything we're obviously all doing this online or via video and normally I'm used to seeing a lot more in-person reactions to things, and I think it's going to be really interesting to see how that translate translates over uh, audio feed. And I don't know, i I just am excited to see how the character that I've created will play with these people that are either maybe... I think one's going to be a little bit of a better person than I am, and there's one person I think that is probably definitely a little bit worse than I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm going to see, see how me. I'm going to I'm going to see how if if I play the middle ground or if I'm actually on the low ground or the highway comparatively.
0: I I, I have you, you all's characters placed in my mind in moral standing, but um I I. Will, I'll, I'll let I'll let you all kind of play around with that and we'll see we'll right. see what ends up being the, the actual reality yeah. of that.
1: Yeah, playing in the dirt as it were.
0: Yeah. So you you're looking forward to kind of exploring your character. Um mm-hmm. what do you think your char- character is going to achieve? Mm. Like some goal or um some it could be like I want to do specifically X or just, do you want your character to grow or, you know, just in, in what direction do you want to take your character and what kind of goal do you have for that?
1: You know, as a, I feel like we always, as character developers have our own idea of what we want in overarching story or development for the character to be. And I think I I, I have my character being kind of like this, cynical snarky person that's definitely seen some oh darkness in the world or some ugliness and he's just accepted that it's a full-on reality now with what we're doing i feel like it's going to go one of two ways i'm hoping optimistically as the person i am that he is corrected in that assumption and that he ends up more optimistic at the end Although I know with noir storytelling it can turn out the exact opposite, and he's worse for wear because of it. So, optimistically, I want him to find a better ideal, but realistically, I think it might go the opposite way.
0: Okay. You want your you want Clarence to be a better person. I, I guess that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that's an amicable goal to set for yeah. a dark setting yeah no nothing like, too not? crazy.
1: I think the only other thing based off of where he starts out with i I want him to be in a better place both uh career wise and and you know uh emotionally i th- I want him to be happier than where he's at right now
0: okay all right i think I think we might be able to do something with that. who knows we'll yeah,
1: see. I think that's the pageant way of answering that question. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Ethan. So now I have to get to the lightning round. <laughs> All righty, are you ready? I are think I'm ready am. for the lightning round.
1: As ready as I can be, Ethan. Mm-hmm. Let's begin.
0: All right. What's your poison? It's a favorite drink at a bar. Oof,
1: that would be a rum and coke.
0: Nice. Favorite Pokemon game? Hmm. Ooh.
1: Don't oh, know. Take
0: it too long. Uh, uh,
1: definitely Pokemon come, come Silver. On.
0: Pokemon Silver. Oh, all right. Uh, we can get into that later. Um, but we got to move on to our next lightning round question. Yes. Batman or Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Favorite color of dice? Ooh. Uh, green. Favorite fairy tale? Hmm,
1: fairy tale. I'd have to go with. Oh, jeez. Um, let's say for fun. Let's let's go with the classic. Uh, Little Red Riding Hood. All right. The 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 actual Grimm brothers version. Oh of yeah that. yeah. A good old dark one <laughs>
0: you think we're going to be the the lighthearted disney-esque fairy tale versions here oh no yeah oh, no,
1: no. It, it can't be it can't be the hoodwinked one either that's a little noir-ish itself but
0: and that, that's but, a little more on the nose too
1: yeah um
0: <laughs> so if you live if you had the choice to live in any fictional universe which one would you live in
1: oh, oh boy um Now I always stipulate this by saying I'm probably not going to be one of the most fantastic people in this universe because I probably won't be, you know, uh, uh gifted in any sense, but I'd probably have to go um oh, let's let's say for fun. I I I'd want to be in My Hero Academia for sure because more than likely I probably will have a quirk unless I'm that very one unlucky person that has an extra toe and that means I don't have a
0: quirk. <laughs> I was, so. was going to say, like, uh, that would be, you would put yourself out of the norm if you didn't have one.
1: Right, exactly. Or or it'd be the simple fact that I'm like, oh crap, I'm the protagonist of this story because it leads to other good things.
0: <laughs> yeah, all you need is uh, no quirks and green hair or some, exactly. some you know, extravagant color of hair or something like that.
1: Yeah, or just be Fair a little bit know. of a crybaby, you know. You know. Just yeah.
0: One of those things. All yeah. right. all of them. Who knows?
1: all of the above. Favorite?
0: uh what is your favorite gaming food Mm. Uh, i don't do a
1: lot of snacking on the go anymore but it used to be i would do a bunch of like um peanut butter granola bars they were like quick and easy to eat and i could go through a whole box in
0: one sitting Hmm. interesting nice favorite movie genre
1: i would have to say science fiction yeah science fiction is probably my favorite one because you can do so much stuff in that genre
0: okay so <laughs> honestly um i kind of skimmed these earlier and so the last couple ones i haven't really taken in and i'm reading this one and alex really <laughs> um mashed or scalloped potatoes Ooh. Hmm.
1: I would have to say scalloped. I like a little bit of uh al dente with my potatoes.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh the, the butter pools better on a scalloped potato in my in my opinion too.
0: Oh yeah, no, that's fine. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. So last one. Mm-hmm. Either you can play every game but never get the DLC that goes with them. And you know that's kind of a hampering in in today's game market. Yeah. Or you can play every game only after you've played the DLC first. Hmm. Huh. Well, it depends
1: on the game. Some are, some are, and some aren't prevalent to what the main story is. Choices. I'm gonna... Choices. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go the second round. I'd say if I can play every single game, but I have to play the DLCs first. I'm I'm sti- basing this stipulation off of, uh, yeah, I'm basing the stipulation off of Spider-Man that I just played, and the DLCs didn't really connect, so I'm okay with that. So let's say all games and a uh, a, uh, but first play the DLCs. Yeah.
0: Nice, nice. All right. So. Were there any other things that you would like to say uh, regarding your character, the game, or any future events before we close this out?
1: Uh, Well, I guess in regards to my character Clarence, um, for those people that haven't progressed too far, depending on how this is going to be edited, you know, Clarence is going to be an interesting character, I think, just because he's... You know, he's a, I think, what I like to say, a salt-of-the-earth character. He's lived a, a regular life, probably, in this setting, and, you know, he he's making a living probably not the best way that he wants to. He has drives and ambitions that lead him to certain choices, but at the same time, he has things that hold him back from, one, obviously trusting people, and then, two, being able to maybe be a better person that... In, in society's eyes that he could be.
0: I think that will conclude the interview. you. Um, cool. I'm glad you could join me and I look forward to a couple days from now when we actually start our first session yeah. for Gods of Gods. Thank you for joining us today for Ethan's interview. Watch out for our next interview with Alex. Catch you then. Show Radio Production.